Oh my goodness. I've been needing to record an episode for so damn long. No, it's all my fault. In ca- in ca- we'll do it tomorrow! In we'll ca- do it tomorrow! We'll do it tomorrow! You sound like a parent. Then again, you're 30. I am 30. You just have me who's young and attractive and Attractive, he says. This is a podcast. They don't know who I am except that they watch our Patreon video. Um, Schwa that roll call. Schwa that motherfucking roll call. A.G. Subaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Love our Hall of Fame's Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Caster, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! And there goes all of our monetizing for this episode because I dropped the F-bomb in the first minute. In the first minute. Oh, fuck me in the ass. God fucking damn it. God damn fuck shit. Crap, no, son of a bitch. Damn, no, no, no. Well, anyways, welcome everybody, or greetings everybody, to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. We're finally doing fucking Godzilla vs. Violante this week. I swear we are. Well, this episode, I keep forgetting. Gar, don't say this week. Say this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're releasing three episodes this week. One of which we still need to record. Yep. Technically, we've got two more episodes to record this week. Then we're fully caught up again on our schedule. On our schedule. Fully scheduled podcast. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Anyways, we're talking about Ultraman Episode 10 and Ultraman Tiga Episode 10. And, of course, Godzilla vs. Violante. 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 In which I want to get through this episode and Episode 87 as fast as we can. Because Episode 88, we're starring Taiga. Okay. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we watched Tiger. We're not going to say anything else. No. Just, we saw it. We also saw Spider-Man Far From Home. It was good. Go see it. Oh, yeah. We also saw Spider-Man Far From Home. I had no interest in seeing it. But then Lane, over here, he was like... I'll buy your ticket. Yeah, he's like... no one's going to say no to a free MCU movie ticket. Well, no. Just no one's going to say no to a movie. Now that I know that you and EG are going to talk about the movie for, like, a week. Yep. So it's like, well, might as well go see it. Yeah, it was really good. Go see it. Like, I, I, I thought it was better than I, I was expecting it to be. Also, I got, I, and I now love the, the stealth suit from Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, I, I felt like it could have been a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's just, again, it's just the whole fact that Avengers came out, like, two months ago. But now we just, we have no idea what's next. Like, I feel like they should have saved this for, like, a February release. Everyone would have went to go seen it. Would have been the highest grossing movie of the month. Just saying. Well, we got some news. Yeah, we got lots of news. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. First news story, sad news story. Um, so, Japanese actor Tado Takashima has sadly passed away at the age of 88. Uh, he was best known for, in the Godzilla franchise, to be 
the main character in King Kong versus Godzilla. He was one of the news reporters oh. that went to the island, handed the uh, blackface uh, Japanese actors uh, cigarettes. Oh, lovely! <laughs> I still love King Kong versus Godzilla so damn much, man. Frankenstein versus Baragon. Uh, Frankenstein conquers the world. Wow. Just over there, it's called Frankenstein versus Baragon. Son of Godzilla, and most recently, 93's Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. Uh, other reports say that he passed away in his home of natural causes of June, on June 26th of this year. So, even if Dragon Balls existed, we can't wish him back. No. Because y'all know the rules. If you die of natural causes, you can't be wished back. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace, sir. Alright, an update news story from our previous episode. We have official images and release date for the SH figure arts of Ultraman Taro. And he looks so gorgeous. He comes with a fucking pair of scissors. Yeah, scissors! Because his bracelet can make him summon anything. That's... So I summon thy pair of scissors. Cut your ass, snip snip. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that suit open and rip out the suit actor in you. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing just because of the pair of scissors. Yeah. It does look cool, though. And, of course, it comes with his Storian Torsen. Storian Torsen! But, yeah, pretty much they released Taro because Tiger's out. So, it's like, we well, gotta have father and son. Could've had Ace. Could've had Ace come out. Ace Killer? Make it a two-pack? No. Oh. Don't, don't do that. Hopefully Ace gets announced for a January release of next year. You're, you're just like, no one wants Ace Killer, like... No, people want Ace Killer. Just don't make it a two-pack. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. Uh, once again, every SH figure arts of Ultraman that aren't a Tomashi Web exclusive, it's coming up for a retail release for 6,050 yen. Woo! It's coming out in November. Which, once again, I think I mentioned last time, Taiga and... Tiger will probably be coming out in January of next year. Yeah. Excuse me. Next news story. So it is time once again for the Hong Kong 2019 Ultraman Run event. Uh, for those that don't know, it's basically just a giant race. Uh, there are six teams with varying distances, age category, and time limit. For you to choose from, which consists of Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga, Ultraman Diana, Ultraman Gaia, Ultraman Rosso, and Ultraman Blue. So you can be a part of whichever team you want to be. That's cute. I want to be on Team Orb. I want to be on Team Dina. <laughs> well, there's no Team Orb, so I'll be on... Well, I might as well be on Team Dina. He came out the year I, I was born. I'll also be Team Dina. Alright, uh, the event is scheduled this October 27th at the Nursery Park West Kowloon Cultural District starting at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. with, reg with reg registrations now open at the official website. Cool. Good luck in your run, kids. Mm -hmm. And adults. And cats. There'll probably be cats at that race. <laughs> This reminds me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother, in which, uh, that they were, I can't remember his name, um, not Ted. Barney? Um, no, no, it involves Barney. I can't remember the other guy. Anyways, 
um, he's like, he was trying to tell Barney, he's like, you can't run a marathon. And he's like, oh yeah, watch me. And it's just, he actually runs a marathon. But the, the funniest thing happens is that he gets stuck on the subway. Because when he sits down, his legs become noodles. Oh no. So he can't stand up. Oh no. Marshall, that was his name. Uh, speaking of Ultraman Tiger, the special movie that was announced uh, last episode is actually a episode zero. Now we'll talk more about this uh, in episode 88 when we finally talk about Tyga as a show, but in which it's simply just a clip show-ish type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Tyga talking about like the Ultra Brothers, talking about his dad, talking about Mabius for some reason. Hopefully Mabius comes back because apparently Mabius is a huge fan favorite. Hmm. And uh, speaking of episodes, uh, the Super Eye Productions company has announced that Ultraman Taiga will not have 25 episodes this year, but 24. Huh. Interesting. Like, well, I guess since New Generation Chronicle ran for an extra week, it probably just... Alright, 26 episodes there, 24 here. Or maybe it's because they're dealing with three Ultramen, so it's like it's like a lot... Well, you do have episode zero, so it's still 25 episodes long, if you think of it that way. Yeah. But it is kind of upsetting that three years, three years, each show is 25 episodes in a movie. Now it's just 24 episodes. Womp. Womp, Let's talk about something nice. Oh, how about that... Ultraman is now following something Kamen Rider did with Zeo, in which there's going to be .5 episodes on the official Subaraya YouTube channel, in which they are audio dramas titled the Tri-Squad Voice Dramas, in which they're only like six minutes long each. So they're, they're not that long. We will be talking about them, though, simply because they may add something to the plot. Hopefully they do. Mm-hmm. If the... And with there being only 24 episodes, chances are, you know, each episode will have like a point five. I just can't wait to see Titus in this. Everyone's excited for Titus. Uh, so basically it'll go into their past and who they actually are. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ultraman Rube the movie had its final screening uh, recently before it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray in which Katsumi, Isami, and Hiroyuki all appeared in like in a press conference type way. It was, it was kind of like the passing of the torch type of scenario. Yeah. In which Isami, Isami was holding it together. Katsumi just, oh, the tears, man, coming from him. Aww. Like, he was so upset. You know what, I gotta show a scene for Lane, man. We'll be right back. Cute. Yeah, it's like... I don't think it fucking beats uh, Riku's actor, though. Oh, Riku's actor? Just fucking just crying so hard, and he just goes up and just tugs G, and he's like... I'll play this role for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I like seeing these actors very passionate about the roles they play. Oh, yeah. Like, think of it. You get to be a part of something for an entire year, and then, like, this is it. This is, like, the final thing that you're going to do. 
as the current hero. And like like it's literally it's like who's that guy right beside me? He's the next guy. It's, it's like a new one. But I like how passionate each Ultimate actor is. Yeah. Grant Grant every Toei hero probably thinks of it. Every Tokusatsu hero, I mean, probably thinks of it that way. It's like once the show's over, it's like, well, damn. Now what? Yep. All right. And our next news story, uh, Super App Productions has officially opened a online shop called the Ultraman Official Shop of Ultra World M78 Online. In which, uh, it, it basically has tote bags. Fucking goddamn it! Uh, pins. But the weirdest thing of all, the Eye Slugger Healing Slugger. It's a, it's a, it's a back scratcher designed like Ultra Seven's Eye Slugger. That's that's see that's clever. Eye Slugger, Eye Slugger, Eye Slugger, Eye Slugger. Almost should be the fucking thumbnail. No, we're not doing Family Guy twice in a row. See, that's how you make Ultraman merch. You don't make fucking scrunchies like Reese Soldier did. That's, oh god. Listen to that episode, extra extra, you want to hear me fucking angry. Uh, France-based sneaker brand, Patrick Quebec Ultraman model. Okay. Which, they're, they're sneakers. There's a picture of, uh, Tiga and... Evil Tiga. Evil Tiga? Yeah. Yay, fucking tote bags. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> is this Ultraman? No, this is Patrick. No, this is Patrick. It's Patrick, what? Is this the Ultraman shop? No, this is Patrick. I am not Ultraman. Can't see my ult I can't see my eyes slugging. Can't see my eyes slugging. And if you actually click on the shop, uh, you can buy other things. Buy Tiger stuff. Yeah, like you can actually buy Tiger. You can actually buy Tiger things right now, currently on sale, except for the. I, I, I don't, it's probably said either coming soon or sold out. I'm not sure. Which reminds me, Lane. Hmm? It's your time this year to buy the vinyl. You bought G. I bought Russell and Blue for both of us, so it's your turn to buy Tiger. Other news, uh, Premium Bandai has announced a Shin Godzilla figure based on his second form. Though it looks more like his first form, but then... Well, no, the first the first form didn't have leg, like the arms and legs. It was, just like, it was just like a body with a head and a tail. Right, so yeah, this is his second form. Which is like, yeah, he can't crawl. Yeah. He'll, he'll die from his own weight. He what? See, I think second wow. form is fucking terrifying. Oh no, but his third form's terrifying. It's all red and it's like he has stubby little arms. Uh, the hyper solid uh, figure for Godzilla second form from Shin Godzilla will go for 13,200 yen and will be coming out in November of 2019. Cool. In which I found a post on my uh, Gar's Toku Logs page where I talked about when I went to go see Shin Godzilla. Like, this was recent, like when I just saw it. I'm like, oh man. Remember how I used to be so consistent with vlogging? Yeah. Now I need to get back into it. Yeah, you do. At least like once a week, talk about something. Any. 
Alright, other toy news. You're probably going to be happy about this. Uh, there will be a active builder set of Grid Knight and Episode 1 uh, Gridman. Proto-Gridman. Yeah, Proto-Gridman. That's cool. Or initial fighter version Gridman. Okay. So, uh, like, do you remember the giant set with Gridman, like, all of his accessories? Yeah. So now you can have Grid Knight combined with everything. Yeah. yeah, apparently uh, Deno Toku Nation bought that uh, set or whatever like that, and he, he said it was garbage. Really? Like, he really was disappointed. He, like, he took pictures of it, and then immediately he was trying to sell it. Good thing I didn't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, Grid Knight? Grid Knight will always look good. Grid Knight is fucking awesome. The only dance... Oh, never mind. I was about to say, he doesn't come with his sword, and it's like, oh, wait. Of course he comes with his sword. That's awesome. Then I like that design. Initial fighter Grid Man. Yeah, I like the colors. He does look cool in those colors, man. That's bitching. Nah, good for good for good for them. I just, I'm sad. I'm what? sad that just Super Rides doesn't care about Gridman enough. It, it honestly, like hearing that news now, it just made me more motivated to watch the rest of Gridman. Like I'm not, like I'm sad. Like we're taking so long to fucking watch all of it because I honestly, I would love to just take a day and just binge a shit ton of it. And then I wouldn't mind rewatching like the episodes for the show. Well, I wouldn't mind just binging. Well, the rest we're of already them. one third into the show. I know. Like, we could do it. You and I could just take a day and fucking just binge it. Oh yeah, we could. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh. So this set will be coming out in October of 2019, uh, costing twelve thousand seven hundred five yen. Okay, so you're looking at probably like a roughly one hundred forty, hundred fifty dollars set. Yeah. It's like eighty bucks per figure. Uh, yeah. No, these are small too. So they're only like three point nine inches. Really? Yeah, that's what's said down there. <laughs> Standing at three point nine inches, so these figures are like that big. The Marvel Legends in SH figure arts are taller than these things. Yeah, they're like six inches. <laughs> these things are basically just articulated vinyls. Then. Wow. Screw that! If I'm gonna get a, fi I get the mini plus or get get the Figma, either get the Figma or get the Super Mini Plus coming out. Yeah. I recommend the Mini Plus. Super Mini Plus are awesome. More clothing. Yeah, we're getting Tiger clothing. But and no, the, you know what? This is actually legit cool shit. So. Yeah, oh yeah, because it's a uniform. Yeah, like, so you get the so you can get the Aegis Squad like hat and shirt, like jacket. Which reminds me, I need to hunt down that Mecha Godzilla Squad uh, hat. I think you sent me that in a, in a messenger when we first saw the movie. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look on that site again, see if I can get that damn uh, Also, Trigir's human form, you can get the shirt. Yeah. Which reminds me of that teddy bear from fucking uh, Shirakuma. I oh, I know which one you're talking about. Don't go or whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. So yeah, uh, Kurosaki's blouse will be going for 8,640 yen. The Aegis squad hat goes for 4,104 yen. The Aegis Squad jacket goes for 18,360 yen, being the most priciest thing on out of the four. And the Aegis Squad t shirt is going for 3,240 yen. Mm -hmm. uh, currently, they're all for pre order, and they'll be coming out in September of 2019. Boom. Now, that jacket's pretty, pretty dope. It is pretty dope. Because I like, I, like I like that it's just like a solid blue color, and it just has like the logos on it. If I could have any uniform from, like, an Ultraman show, I would have to go, as much as we bash that show, probably the, the uh, Ultra Party 
or the Ultra, whatever Ginga S's organization was. Oh, fucking, yeah, UPG. Yeah, UPG, Ultra Party Guard. Yeah. Me, honestly? Science Patrol outfit. Really? Yeah. Wait, which one? The blue like one? The or... orange one. With the orange suit, with like the helmet and everything. Like, it's, it's it's weird. It's silly, but it's fucking awesome looking. Because I like how bright colored it is. It has like a unique design to it. Like... Ultra Party Guardians. Ultra Party Guardians. Right. But yeah, no. Like, I like... I like the science patrol outfit just because it stands out like like that episode where like they're they're with the military and just like you can tell who is the military and who the fuck the science patrol is you're, you're all stupid you're gonna look for ultra you're gonna be looking for ultra man but yeah i would love to get the science patrol outfit and hell get it made so it's like the blue suit and then just i'll make it reversible <laughs> exactly <laughs> that that blew my mind i was like wait a minute they're wearing a blue suit just now yeah lane it's a reversible suit well, no, it's not even a reversible suit. They take off the blue suit. Oh, yeah, and it's just there. And it's just the orange suit. Wow. Anyways, uh, speaking of, of... Oh, what's his name? Trigear. Uh, yeah, Trigear. We have the DX Trigear Eye. It looks like a fucking Phantom Thief mask. What's with Phantom Thieves? They're popular. Fucking Japan. It looks cool, at least. I it like does that. look cool. I feel, I feel like, I feel like Trigear is someone Kevin would get into, because, like, he likes Zero. It's funny, I was talking to Kevin recently, and, uh, like, he, he watched all of Jeed. Yep. That I, I know of. He also watched Orb, I think. Yeah, well, he's watching Orb. Oh, I told, he's... I told him to watch Orb. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, like, he's really liking, he likes Ultraman as well. Yeah, no, he likes the new generation uh, stuff. The only thing is that he mentioned he would be caught up if it was on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Which, that's understandable. It's like, if you had a streaming platform for these shows, you'd have more people to watch it. I feel like he would enjoy Tiger too, because he's a big fan of shonen anime. Yeah. Uh, so, to activate Ultraman Trigear's transformation sound, just press the top button to reveal the eye, and then press the button at the back. It also comes with the Night Fang Ring that is compatible with the DX Tiger Spark. Uh, the Trigear Eye is priced for 3,000 yen, and we released later in August of 2019. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what the Dark Fang uh, ring does. Unless that's the thing that summons, like, the portal. Oh, the you know what? Or... Probably. Well, we... we'll get into it in episode 88. Yeah. Episode 88 with Tiger. It looks cool. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Mm -hmm. The Faust bottles from a uh, build. Yeah. Cause it, cause it looks like a, it looks like a bat. It does. Okay, just Nitro would be used to ring. Alright. Cool. We also have the DX Taiga accessory sets, uh, number two and three. I gotta say, these, these bracelets, okay, okay, that bracelet at the bottom, like the gold one, with the gold on it? This it looks one? like Night Rogue. This one here? Yeah, where's your Night Rogue? It's Galactron. But yeah, no, it's so... These 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 uh ultra bracelets look really cool. They're they're very uniquely designed. But the the bracelet part is removable, like because I watched Kazo's review of all this stuff. Okay. So they're probably going to make like they did with the wizard rings, like adult sized ones so you can put it on. Well, if anything, I'll just make my own. <laughs> that too. Because I have big wrists. 
But yeah, so I like that it come the first set. It's Titus's set that he gets. So he gets uh, I think so, yeah, Gene yeah. and X's powers. Yeah, so the first set was uh, Rosso Blue, and then the new kaiju that showed up in the first episode. I think his name was Calveros. We'll yeah. get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. I know. We're so t- excited to talk about Tiger. Well, oh, it's not even that. Just we're so far behind our previous episodes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, uh, the second set comes with Ultra Bracelets of Jeed and X and the Kaiju Ring for Galactron Mark II. And the third set is the Ultra Lights for Ginga and Victory and a new Kaiju. Um, what does it say? Let's click on the link here because it'll lead us to it. Japanese. Smell get bit. Smeggling. Smeggling. No, but these these are these these uh, bracelets are fucking cool. The Gingo one looks so nice. Mm-hmm. Like look, look at the Gingo one. I like that. I feel like everyone's harping a bit too much on these because everyone's being like, "Oh, they're using legendary powers again." It's like, yeah, but at least it's not just a face. And also, if you think about it, like, they gave it to them. Yeah. Here's our power. It's like, here, it's at least, it's more uniquely designed. We also got images of the Candy Toy and Gashapon first releases, in which there's a Tiga one already. Fucking juggler ring. Yeah, I like how, like, it's like the top of the Ultraman's head, and then the base of the ring is their their chest with their color timer. Mm -hmm. So, now these look cool. I bet, I bet if you like, could like modify it, you could like put like lights in it, and then you could make it look like it's like a color time going like. Doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. Yeah. But yeah, no, these 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 ultralet uh, bracelets look really cool. Yeah, uh, they're both coming out. Both of them will be coming out later in July, with set number two coming out July twentieth, and set three coming out July twenty seventh, and they're both uh, going to be running around one thousand two hundred yen. Yeah. Um. I'm kind of, I'm actually probably not going to get the Tiger Spark just because I watched the review of the toy and it just, not into it. Not I don't like it. how you have to hold it in your hand to like activate it. That's fair. It's kind of lame. I, I would have liked like a, like a weaving motion or something. Me, I'll probably get and figure out where to put it on the Ultra, Ultraman shelf. But I, I respect it though for being a wrist changer. Well, yeah, it's been forever since that. Since like what? Mavius? Maybe Mavius and Hikari were the last ones to have a wrist morpher. Wow. Because let's see, we got, got Genghis Park. Yeah, Genghis Park, the Victory. X Divisor. Yeah, X Divisor, Orb Ring, the G Riser. And the Gyro. Yeah, and the Rib Gyro. Which, the Rib Gyro, it's fucking cool. <laughs> you look on your other shelf, it's not there. Look over to other shelves. <laughs> oh, God. With my Orb Dark figures. If you ever want to sell that root gyro, man, freaking let me know. So you just let that both of them? I would legit, like... Russell Blue. If I would find a cheap one, I would. I would get another gyro just to have one of Rose and one of Blue. Yeah, I know, that That sounds like a Zarin Zephyr type of thing, but... Well, that sounds like a me thing. Yeah. It's like, I got the gyro because, like, I was excited for root, and then when I became fell in love with Aizen, I was like, okay, now I feel justified having one because he uses one. Yeah. But no, these are cool. I like these rings. Or the, blitz, whatever. Yeah, those, speaking of that orb dark, ultra action figures of Ultraman Taiga and Ultraman Trigear uh, have been revealed. Which, uh, for those that don't know, the ultra action figures are basically the uh, 
the gimmick action figures. Yeah, they're like, they're like the Ryder Kick figures, and like they're like they're like cheap action figures. Like you know what? Think of it as the like the new Hasbro figures. Yeah, think yeah, it's like it's like your basic action figure line, mm-hmm. which I don't understand why Bandai of Japan doesn't do these with Sentai. Like I don't get it. They sell them. They they make money. They would make. You know how many importers would probably get them just so that people already had a Japanese, like, already had a figure of the suit? This is this is a good idea for selling figures. I'm sorry, but screw the Mini Plus stuff with Sentai. It doesn't work. Oh, the Sono figures? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just, they look awful. Like, it's not that they look awful, it's just. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, I can't wait for Hasbro to just keep making more Power Rangers series, because then we'll get figures of these they like, better, imagine, they, they imagine better they'll dab Zuoger or Tokuger or whatever, and we'll get figures. Like, good figures of those teams. It'd be awesome. Oh, owning a Leo figure would be awesome. Oh. But yeah, I I love these figures because they're cool, they're cheap, but they were an orb dark figure and it never fucking came in the mail. Why didn't, so you just, why didn't you just order another one? I don't know. From, like, a different person? I don't know, but I, I got my money refunded for it, at least, so that was good. Oh, yeah, I figured. Yeah. No, these look cool. Mm-hmm. Taiga, yeah. Taiga looks awesome. Like, like honestly, my favorite part about Taiga is the eyes. I like the eyes. I just like how bright yellow they are. And now I'm just thinking, this one will probably not sell well, but Titus will just... Oh, I want Titus. Everyone is obsessed with Titus. He's so cool, because he's a fucking swole boy. Well, pretty much that. Like, if you watch episode zero, Taiga gets visions of Titus. It's basically him flexing. Entire fandom has just lost it. It's like Tiger, what are you thinking about? Just him flexing. Yeah, no, nothing. Awesome. <laughs> Man, now Tiger's design is pretty dope. Yeah, I would get these, but when it comes to Ultraman figures, it's either figure art or bust. Figure or vinyl. But yeah, exactly, figure art or vinyl. Which I just remembered, I have a vinyl of Taro. He's all the way out there. Yeah, so you gotta get his son. I gotta, I'll, I'll get you his son. Yeah, I gotta get his son. Have you seen my dad? Ultra dad. Ultra son. Are you my mommy? Are you my mommy? Mommy. Yeah, both these figures are coming out early August for 2,000 yen. Cool. They always look good. Right? But I feel like if I actually hold one, held one in my hand, it would feel like very cheap plastic. Like, didn't Shuki have one of these for a while? Yeah, he had, he had Jeet, I think. Should I ask him how they feel? I still need to get a G figure. Someday. And our last news story for today. We, Crash Bandicoot. Not Crash Bandicoot. Uh, we have an update of on the Netflix Pacific Rim anime. That made sense. It's slated for 2020. Yeah, it's coming out 2020. I don't really care. I mean, this is... I'm kind of cool, happy that Pacific Rim's like gonna be an anime form because, especially with how Uprising fucking felt like, oh, felt like yeah. an anime. God, I hated Uprising. Uh, the only, only thing I liked about that movie was its sound. Sound design was great. And designs. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, it'll initially run for two seasons. Yeah, no shit. So like twenty episodes. Either dirt. It's an anime, so 13 episodes a season, so 26 episodes. Or 20 episodes based on Netflix, because Netflix only does like 10 episode season type of things. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Am, am I excited? Mm, 
Oh, I feel like it being an anime just basically shows we don't care about this anime. Like, we just don't care anymore. Yeah. Oh, we can do so much with it. Yeah, but, just, like, it kind of ruins all the coolness that it's not a giant robot in, in the real world. Making an anime, you just made it like every other damn mech anime. Exactly. Like, it, there's no... There's nothing that draws me in. It's just another mech anime. Yeah. God damn. Del Toro, why do you have to leave us? Why? You could Fucking made... Hideo Kojima. Guess Kojima. Kojima would freaking just make a Metal Gear. Fucking Metal Gear anime? So I did find out about this movie that we gotta talk about on Ultra Ranger. It, it, so it's about giant robots. It's called Robotech or Robobox. It was made in nineteen. It was made in the nineteen eighties and involves giant robots. Cool. It's pretty dope. All right, Pacific Anime. We'll see how you do. Or not. I don't care. Well, it's the first episode. Yeah. All right. Further out of the way. Let's talk about some Ultraman. Ultraman. So, episode 10, The Mysterious Dinosaur Base. So... We've talked about this uh, episode on Cast Ranger, but we'll go more in depth with this because this is like one of my favorite episodes of Ultraman. Yeah, we, like Elaine just mentioned, we talked about this on Ultra Ranger. It was the first episode of Ultra Live 2016. Crazy idea. Okay, I want to briefly talk about Ultra Live quickly. So, Ultra Live was an idea that I had since it was it was Ultraman's 50th anniversary. I thought, I thought like, you know, we gotta respect where everything came from, because Ultraman is the oldest Tokusatsu franchise. TV series. Like, there, there is Godzilla, who is older, but he's movies. Mm -hmm. Ultraman's TV shows. Uh, and yeah, this was one of the episodes we talked about uh, for the episode, in which uh, I always want to take all the episodes of Ultraman and just compile them into a uh, into one one massive video, just call it Ultra Ranger Episode Zero. Because, like, all the times we talk about Ultraman. That'd be cool. But yeah, this involves the frilled dinosaur Giras. 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 So. Gira oh, I get it. It's a pun on the word Jurassic. Oh, that's clever. That makes. I got it. Yeah, I got you. I'm fucking super right. Oh. Smart motherfucker. Um, it's so Gigar, didn't something about Jairus seem very familiar? <laughs> Alright, let's, let's address the elephant in the room. Yes. It's G a fucking Godzilla costume. Yes, actually two Godzilla costumes, actually. So, it, we didn't talk about Ultra Q yet, but in the first episode of Ultra Q, well, we, okay, he was in the Ultraman saga and a few episodes of Ultraman that we talked about. Uh, Gomez. Yeah. He was a redesign of a Godzilla suit. Heavily redesigned. In which, they took the leftovers from that Godzilla suit, in which I think they changed... It's his body, 
but his head's, head's different. Yeah. So this is a different head with a newer Godzilla body. This came out in 66, so Invasion, the Astro Monsters, and Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, like yeah. the recent Godzilla films. So, like, they merged the suits together. It's like, it's Tsuburaya. Of course he would have, you know, access to Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I take my baby? Where? Oh, no reason. Come on. I'm going to take you shopping. So, yeah. Like, it's just clearly fucking a Godzilla costume. Just, like, kind of painted. His frills are painted, like, yellow. And then he's got, like, this giant... Oh, oh, stupid oh, looking oh, frill on oh, his oh, neck. that's the frill his dorsal fins have been painted sorry yeah that's what I meant dorsal yeah his dorsal fins have been painted and, and then his roar is literally just like it's Red King yeah it's Red it, King's it, it, roar it, it, yeah it's a Godzilla roar but like the the like end of it is like pitched down so it goes like and like yeah yeah and like it's so like it's such an expressive kaiju too cause like like when he goes to this is, like, one of the most weird, memorable fights in the series that we've watched so far. Because, like, Ultraman, during this, during his fight in this episode, he's so expressive. Wonderful. Like, he's, like, he's, like, fucking, like, toying him to come near him. And, like, he, like, fucks with him. And then he, like, he's, like, laughing at him. And it's, like, it's, <laughs> and this is you where you... stupid monkey. And this is where you really hear, like, Ultraman going, like, Shrah! <laughs> According to the Ultra Wiki, this is the first time where you, where Ultraman does say, Shwa. Shwa, Shwa. Shwash. Yeah, and like he like he really goes like <laughs> like fucking throwing him. Um, but yeah, so Jiris is created by by the mad scientist Dr. Nakamura, who spoilers, he's not actually Dr. Nakamura. <gasps> he's the missing scientist Dr. Naka um the the herp derps. Nito something. No uh Nikaido. Yeah, Nikaido. So it's weird that like he, ha he he like he's dressed like this kind of like mad scientist. He's got like the bushy eyebrows and like the 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 mad scientist hair and like he's got like this really terrifying like stare. Like like there's he, he a scene looks like a caveman a yeah. bit with his like his brow. Yeah, there's like a scene. Well, not, like there's his like forehead. a scene. Yeah, there's like a scene where like so like this like these this reporter like these reporters like go to try to investigate him yeah. to like you know find out more about dinosaurs. So like they go to his door and it's just like. It's like okay, like uh, can we go? Can we go like visit the dinosaurs? Like see your dinosaurs? We, we we want to talk to you since you you know a lot about dinosaurs. We run a magazine for yeah, kids. You, you went to Loch Ness or whatever like that. Like it's like what about your colleague that went to go find the Loch Ness monster? He's like he he was an idiot. He'd gone missing. Yeah, but there's just like part where like he's like he's like holding like a recorder or something like that, and just like fucking Nakamura just like looks at him and just fucking shakes his head like no, you're you're not. Or no, it was, I think it was a camera. He wasn't... So, okay. Let's address the beginning of this Oh, episode. yeah, sorry. Okay, so weird activity has been happening in this lake, uh, in which the lake is called uh, Kitayama, in which more fish have been coming out recently. Like, the fish population in the lake has been increasing in yeah, the last few like, years. Yeah, and, like, fishermen are going, like, bananas over it. They're like, yeah! yeah. So, Cap sends Ide, Hayata, and Narashi to go check it out. Like, make sure there isn't anything fishy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, on the side, Cap's just like, you know what, while you guys are there, think of it as, like, a bonus vacation. It's like, you know, go 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 check into a hotel, like, kind of, like, check it out, but, like, also, like, you know, have a good time. And it's what? like, oh, yeah, and, we... like, you just see, like, Ide and Hayata just, like, 
fuck yeah, fucking do it. And like you see like Hayata is just like, Hayata is just working. Because like, you know, it's Hayata. He's, yeah. She's always on the problem. Ide, um, Ide's just chilling. Uh, Arashi, he's just fucking like, fucking just eating food. He's well, chowing food. down on food, free hotel food, like continent, like continental food. Yeah, because like they, they go to the lake and they check it out with their submarine. And just, they don't see anything. Also, the effects of them underwater, it's so, it's like, it doesn't look like they're underwater. It's just like a, a, a dark set with like a bunch of like underwater stuff, but there's no like water effect to make it look like they're underwater. So I was like, I was like, way to go, guys. It's 1966. <laughs> they could have at least gone like, <laughs> it's just had like the sub underwater or something like that, but like under, in a pool, but no. They dunked it in their pool. Yeah. And then there's like these two pair of fishermen that are just like, oh my god, we don't have enough bait and shit. We might as well just poison the lake and we'll get all the fish. Well, no, and... well, no it's to get more fish. They're gonna, po Dad, you can't catch. Yeah, they're just gonna like throw poison into the lake, which I you think can... is a really stupid idea. You can't, you can't catch fish with a bug zapper. If you want fish like I do, you want them to die with dignity. <laughs> I think I have a nibble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and like, Cap's hanging out at the base with Fuji, and it's just like, alright, find, find out what's fucking going on. So, and yeah, so then on the side there's these two, like, reporters, and they're like, you know, just interviewing Professor Nakamura, and just like, like, his lab is so fucking weird. Like, he's got all these weird creatures. He's got, like, a, a crow that's, like, fucking locked up. Which you can tell, like, behind the scenes or whatever. Like, that like, that thing, it's trying to get out. Like, it, it's, it, that crow is being held there against its no, fucking no, no, will. No, that crow kept staring into the camera. So, it, it probably kept seeing everyone behind the scenes. Yeah, and it was just trying to get out. Yeah. Where are you, people? Um, and so, he, like, so, like, his, his... His lab's like in a cave, like it's like a secret cave with like a secret door entrance, and he's got like these like paintings of all these ancient dinosaurs, and like he goes off about all these dinosaurs. It's like yeah, Loch Ness, like Loch Ness monster, it's like this ancient dinosaur. I mean, like you know, people have been trying to find it for years, but like you know, they, we have we have no proof that it exists. So, which I, I always believe in the Loch Ness monster as a kid. I believe anything's real until it's not proven. But, which again, uh, another Simpsons joke. They freaking drain up the Loch Ness. Just there he is. Homer just looks at the doll with the sombrero. Looks back. Back at the doll. Looks back up. Back at the doll. <gasps> it's him! <laughs> so then, there's a plot hole I noticed in this episode. What? So Ide ends up teaming up with, like, the reporter lady. Oh. But we don't see them ever get together. Yeah, I feel like... like... They show up together and they're just like, it's... Alright, look, we found this lake. Let's go see if we can find the secret entrance's lab. So yeah, it's weird that... I feel like there was a scene that was filmed. And I just forgot to add it. Well, no, just it forgot cut. It got cut for runtime. Yeah. But um, Kubo, the news, the the reporter or the journalist in a sense, since mm -hmm. it's a magazine, uh, the journalist with her cameraman Hayashi, uh, they checked in at the same motel that the science patrol is in, and it's just it kind of just Ide. I'm afraid to say, I feel like Ide was trying to get laid. Because they were going night fishing. Yeah. Ide I mean, and just, Kubo went night fishing well, in that, that was also was probably his excuse to investigate further, without, like, seeming sus suspicious of their activities, even though 
it doesn't really matter. They're not doing anything that's like well, no, covert. Well, Everyone no. knows who the science patrol is. Well, no, it's just like they checked out the lake earlier. Nothing was wrong. Hey, there's a woman. She's interested. I haven't gotten laid in a while. Let's go so, night fishing. So yeah, so they discover Nakamura's like secret lab, and it's like weird because like. He's like he has like a light. He's just like looking at all the paintings, and then he just it just cuts to just Nakamura just standing right there, just staring at them in the dark. And I legitimately like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I'm just thinking, how long have you been standing there? Like you're gonna put like music just in where like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like the guy eating popcorn. Just... We, we now return to the Ultramans. <laughs> No, you can cut to, like, that, that joke that the Stiles Greg used to use, where it's, like, the guy from Free Willy eating popcorn, just like, <laughs> Oh, you're Free Willy. Um, oh, Free Willy. Free Willy. So, like, yeah, like, Nakamura is fucking terrifying. And, like, like Ine tries to, like, contact, like, the other science film members, but then, like, Nakamura's just like, no, fuck you, puts on the ground, well, yeah, steps he, on yeah, it. He's got a gun on them. Yeah, they got, he's got a fucking gun train on them. He's like, oh, like, pop a cap in your fucking ass. So, so then he, like, opens up this window, and he's just like, get ass! Get ass! And he's like, he, we, like, they show him. That I found interesting, because the window inside the lake was, like, like it opened up like the teeth of a kaiju on the on the wall. Yeah. So like I'm like okay that's creative. Yeah. That's cute. That's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Got a mouth opening. Um. So apparently like Jiris is like a creature that he like spent 15 years raising and like I like how he describes him. He's like he's like Jiris is like my greatest creation. I I love this thing more than life itself. Like he like. He it just it's everything to him. It's his work of art. Like, he's been he, he he's so proud of what he's created. He's been working on it for so long. He's went mad with power. Yeah, he went mad with power oh. and like obsessed with this well, thing. Not mad with power, but basically he went. It's like Gollum. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings, just, he found it, obsessed. got obsessed with Jiris. And like he 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 controls it, and like he thinks he controls it. So like. He, he's like he commands. He's like, oh, you're only only awake at nighttime. Like during the day, you you'll sleep within the lake. You'll but hide. It, but no one can yeah, see you. But it's probably that's just what he does anyways. He's nocturnal. He's, he's a like, giant he's, lizard. Yeah, he's a giant nocturnal lizard. Um, so he summons them, and then like later on, we find out that Nakamura is actually like not Nakamura. Yeah, apparently for the last fifteen. Apparently, it was he was revealed to be Do uh, Professor Ni uh, Nikaido. <gasps> uh, why is that such a big surprise? Why is it a big surprise? Like I actually would I, prefer that it was just Nakamura the whole time. Well, it's like okay, I get it. You, well, they never explain why he did the whole disguise thing. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just, just like, to he, fake his. He went to England to find the Loch Ness monster. Scotland. Yeah, he went to Scott. Sorry, Scotland. I don't. Loch Ness is in Scotland. That's Loch is the Scottish word. For I didn't know that. I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish ancestry, so. I didn't know. Uh, you already hear, folks. I thought the Loch Ness monster was in England. No, it's in Scotland. When England's a fucking island. Well, Scotland's like the northern part of England. <laughs> Anyways, so. So like it's it's. Oh, sorry, I feel like an idiot now. No, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> So it, 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 it's funny how, like, Nakamura thinks he just, like, it, like, this guy could have been, like, a villain. 
Like, he could have been a recurring villain in the Ultraman. It's like, if this had, like, an ongoing plot instead of it being episodic, Nakamura would have been fucking awesome. Like, he creates the kaijus and, like, you know, Ultraman has to stop him. Like, that would have been... He, he felt like ma- a villain material. Professor Monster? Sure. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, um, oh, no, Professor Gills from Kikaider. There you go. That's better. Um... But yeah, he, he does. So, he does give off that vibe. Yeah, he gives off vibe. He could. He could have been like one of the first like villains of Ultraman. It would have been awesome. Um. So like, he he thinks he actually has control over Jiris, but like in reality, he doesn't. It's a giant fucking monster. What are you? Because what? he like he crushes him. Like kind of like steps on him. Yeah, he step. Yeah. Uh. So the fisherman. Re- okay. They, so they, they po- they're poisoning yeah, the lake. Yeah. So Captain Fuji come because Hayata and. Uh, Arashi tell him that Ide went missing. Yeah. So, like, they show up. They go to the lake. Uh, the cameraman's also there. Uh, Hayashi. In which, uh, fishermen show up. They poison the lake. A bunch of fish come out, in which that kind of pisses off. I almost call him Godzilla. Pissed off Jiris. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, it's not wrong. Everyone, if everyone kept asking, who was going to fight Godzilla versus Ultraman? Just watch this episode. Because Jiris has the same fucking abilities as Godzilla. Even atomic breath throws rocks. Yeah, he throws rocks. Same, same height as Godzilla. It's Godzilla. It sucks that Jiris has never shown up ever again. No, I, I, I'm not surprised. I am not surprised either. <laughs> you, you just can't have show up. I want Jiris to fight Ultraman Orb. <laughs> just fully. It's like you can't do anything with Jiris because he is straight up just a repainted Godzilla suit. Shin, like a new Jiris, would just be Shin Godzilla with the frill. I want to see that. What? You think. Are you. People have made that. Really? A Jiris design of Shin Godzilla. That's amazing. Yes. So, and what's interesting is so Hyatt's transforms Ultraman, but we get, like. Kind of more than just like him just going meh meh ultimate. Like we actually see like like this kind of like swirl effect like kind of surround him like come out of the beta capsule mm-hmm. like swirl. And I was like I was like oh they like kind of went a bit more with the transformation sequence. So I was like I was like good for them. That's cool. It's like oh we have more budget now so we can like insert an effect. So, well maybe it was just a, like how does he do it? It's just maybe it's just. It wraps around them, just... And then just... Maybe. How about this? When he, when he lifts up the beta capsule and presses the button, the light goes around him. Yeah. It forms like a cocoon, and then it, like, grows him. Yeah. Oh, size, it's probably. like a metamorphosis. Yeah, it's like a metamorphosis type Ooh, of thing. Ooh, that's cool. Maybe yeah. that's it. But yeah, just this, this fight, so good. It's so memorable. Like, to this day, like, since we first watched it, I've, I've always remembered that entire fight. From beginning to end, it's so memorable. Oh, and may I remind? Uh, may I also say that just like in episode uh, nine of Ult- of Ultraman, Haru Nakajima is the suit actor for Jiris. Of course he is, because like Super, I was probably like, no, if we're good at Jiris, it needs to be suit acted by Scudson. Which I think Haru Nakajima also did Gomez in Ultra Q. I would not be surprised. I, I think it was just like I think just Nakajima and Tsuburaya were just like best buds well I think it's just kind of like well Eiji Tsuburaya is kind of like the head he's like the master of special special effects at the time so it's like yeah why not and he's like and like 
there, were, there were probably Nakajima no. Nakajima was the like the grandfather of suit actors. Yeah, so it makes sense. We're like, well, yeah, if you need me for work, I'll work. Yeah, I, I'll, I, I'll do it. Whatever. Dude, like, wasn't he Pogasari? No, Pogasari was. We'll get we'll get to that suit actor, but uh, he was the Heisei. Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, okay, In which gotcha. he joked around saying that uh, I can't remember which movie he said it was, but he said I think. I think it was 98 Godzilla he was joking around with. He's like, Hogasari was a better Godzilla movie than 98 Godzilla. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just this fight was just amazing. Like, So, like, Jerry's just, like, trying to, like, prove to him, that, like, oh, I'm, I'm tough shit. So he, like, throws a rock, fires a blast at it, and then Ultraman does the exact same thing. He, like, throws a rock. Does a space ray and just like and then he just goes like, <laughs> like he laughs he legit ultimate fucking laughs at him to taunt him and just like Jerry's just like Bam! Bam! he's just like fidgeting around like you like it's it's like how the the, the show of fucking era Godzilla was yeah. so wacky so like, goddamn um and so like you know he's he's wrestling in the ground like because like that's how Ultraman because like we made the reference in episode one when we talked about episode one where like his suit looks like like a wrestler's uniform yeah so he's like wrestling and grappling him rips off his frill you just see like the red all around his neck and shit it was godzilla all along so then and then he he, he kills him yeah ultraman literally stops his heart he stops his heart and then you just see him just like stand there and like see blood trickle out of his mouth you can yeah. see like the like you can it, see the hose in the mouth the but hose in the mouth but it and just just Gently falls, no music, nothing, just... No giant explosion, just... And then just Godzilla just kind of, or like, fucking Ultraman just looks over and he's like, Oh, fuck. Aw. Fucking covers him with the frill. Like, he picks up his frill, just fucking slightly places it on him. And I just, like, I remember the first time I watched it, I died. That was so funny. I'm like, so like, what an asshole. And I just felt bad. And then just the Ultraman just flies off, like it's not nothing happened. And it's just, like, like everyone's just in, like, just shocked. It's like, Ultraman just killed a dinosaur. Yeah and, it, and yeah, and it just ends with, like, Nakamura just, like, he survived being stepped on by Jairus, uh, apparently. Na- na- yeah. And he's and just Nakamura. like, Jairus! Jairus! Well, well, he probably died as well. Yeah, but he's so upset, because, like, his creation's dead. Well, not even his creation, just the thing that he just spent 15 years taking care of. Yeah. Den three minutes. Den three under three minutes. Den under three, den under three minutes. Yeah, fuck. But and, like this movie, like this episode has such an abrupt ending as well, because it's like, it's not like everyone's happy, everyone's flying off. It ends and with such... a guy just mourning his 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 fucking favorite thing in life. Yeah, and it's just like it, like it zooms in on Jairus's eye, and it's like a flame, and it, like it goes out, and it's like. Wow. No wonder this is one of the highest viewed episodes. It's, uh, of, it's, of the original run, this had thirty nine percent viewership. So like, it's a memorable episode somehow. And you want to know the saddest part? The episode before it with Red King is that has a higher higher view count. Fine. Well, Red King was. Well, yeah. maybe it's like that got popular, and then this is why this episode was really popular. Because everyone's like, "Oh, would you? Pretty much, it's like, just I can just be, like imagine a Godzilla fan, just like. Watching the episode, it's like, oh boy, I can't wait to see it. Just has like a drink or something. Jira shows up on screen. It's a fucking Godzilla. Fucking Godzilla. Oh, you Godzilla. 
But yeah, episode 10 is definitely, like, one of my favorites. It's, it's so memorable. This, like, okay, first off, episodes 1 and 2 are an automatic must-see if you want to breeze through 39 episodes of Ultraman, because not every episode's worth watching. Yeah, you gotta watch first two episodes, and then this, this episode. I would also recommend the Antlar episode, since that, like we mentioned, that episode just that expanded on the lore. Don't watch the Green Mons episode. Don't. Green Mons don't, don't work. about it. Green Mons. It's just a trash bag with lights. That's all it was. It's so trash shitty. Bag with lights. Um, anyways, let's go on to Tiga. So episode 10, the abandoned amusement park, which I don't understand that because it wasn't an abandoned amusement park. It's a pretty, actually pretty lively amusement park. Maybe, maybe have the title be the closed off amusement park? Yeah, like the domed city of Corinth or something. The domed, no, the domed amusement park. The domed amusement park. Yeah, domed almost sounds like doomed. Doomed. So this was a very interesting episode because it was focused on... On Shinjo. Yeah, Shinjo got another character focus episode, which I think I mentioned. It's like, oh, Shinjo will probably get another character focus episode. He that was like the one with like the hot nurse sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was his sister. I'm like, I'm just sitting there watching the episode. I didn't look up anything for this episode. I'm like, who is that? Who is? And then he finally mentions who he is. He's like, guys, this is Shinjo. I'm like, that's who it is. That's right. So apparently, like his sister like took him to the amusement park because it's like well my boyfriend's overseas right now so i can't i can't do anything like you're you're gonna hang out uh, you're gonna hang out with me it's like, okay so they go to a haunted house he gets this pants scared off of him because he's a wimp does, does does her boyfriend live in canada probably <laughs> oh god fucking fucking x or giga s no was it get x or giga s what no it was x with fucking uh hikari or not hikari uh Oh, oh, uh, Tachibana. Yeah, when she yeah. went to Canada. Yeah, Captain. As, as yeah. fucking, yeah, uh, Captain Tachibana. Nexus, yeah. yeah. As Nexus, went to Canada, beat the crap out of Bemular. It was such a weird episode, it was amazing. Why Canada? I don't Why know. Canada? Free healthcare. Free healthcare. Fucking, an Ultraman fought a kaiju in Canada, that's so awesome. And he went into his red form. Yeah! Nexus representing Canada. Anyways, um, so yeah, so like this whole episode just takes place in this amusement park and like y Yomi Uri Land or Yom Yomir? No. Yom and I swear to God, Yomi Uri Land. This kaiju. Ogagi. Yeah, when it's underground, totally inspired by the Sarlacc. Like it's just these tentacles underground eating, swallowing people in these like holes. It's it was the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi. Full on. Um, Where you'll be digested for a thousand years. Yeah. So I actually like the effect that they did for, like, the dome. So, like, they just have, like, this big, like, plane of glass. And just, like... <laughs> and just, yeah, no, it was actually funny seeing Shinjo just bump into it. And be like, ah, fuck. Ow. Ah. So when you stub your fucking finger on something, it hurts so bad. This 
this episode kind of reminded me of a of a Power Rangers Lost Galaxy because there was an episode where a monster put like a no put like a force field around and people were losing air. It reminded me of Lupin Pat. That episode where like Lupin Yellow and Pat oh, Sango, yeah. they went to the amusement park and the gangler put a dome around the fucking thing right. and they couldn't get in. That's what it reminded me of. The Haunted House part reminded me of X8 a bit because Taiga or Taigo. Taiga. Taiga, yeah. Taiga. Yeah, Comrade Snipe and um what's her name? And Oh oh duh. Nico. Nico. Yeah, how they went into the haunted house. And he was just like a wimp. That's how much I remember X said. Uh, so like we get we see this kid getting bullied because he's like it's like oh you wear your pants. Uh, and then spikes later on like one of the bullies like wet pants. And then but no and then the kid stands up for him he's like hey you wear your pants too you're fucking scared shitless sleep like, If you're hey, if you're afraid of heights you, you fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um yeah which I I gotta say uh, Gagi. Pretty cool looking kaiju. I liked it. I'm starting to notice that some of the Tiga kaijus are starting to blend together a bit. Because they all kind of have that same feel. Uh, just like, I don't know, like, Tiga, Tiga kaijus aren't, aren't memorable that much. Because, like, we don't, I don't think I don't remember ever seeing, like, a Tiga kaiju in another Ultraman series. I think that's it as well. It's like, yeah, I think it's just like they had kaijus unique to its own series and that was it. Like, you never see Red King? It, it makes sense because it's it's in its own universe. So. I, I mean, hell, Tiga was made just so that they could make more vinyls. That is legit one of the reasons why Ultraman came back. Huh. We, we need more things to sell. Hmm. Wow. Um... So yeah, it's just about Shinjo trying to like save the the park and like you know they the guts wings try to shoot down but the lasers aren't working and then Hori actually thinks of the smart idea of just being like let's use liquid nitrogen will like freeze the the, the dome so hard that we can destroy it. Yeah, it's made of like like hydrogen or something. Yeah. Where it's like, well, if we freeze it, when because like it's not that the force field couldn't be broken. It's just it's regenerating so fast. It's nothing yeah. can penetrate it. And I liked when, like, it does work and they break the barrier, like, Hori's just like, yeah! Fucking did it! Fuck you all! Well, I'm glad no one got hurt from that. <laughs> I am, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, and so Shinjo, like, teams up with the kid and, like, he tell like, he, uh, they send, like, he sends his sister to, like, with the kid's sister to, like, oh, go, go, go to the yeah. Ferris wheel or something like that. So... They get trapped on the Ferris wheel. Uh, obviously. the kids. The, um, Haruki is the older brother, and Akiko is Akiko, the, yeah. his little sister. Um, so yeah, so Gagi's, like, close to hitting, like, the... Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel, but then the the kid does, like, a really smart thing where he takes, like, a, like, a, like one of those, like, go-karts. Yeah. And he, like, distracts them all, because, like, Shinjo's trying, but, like... Gagi's, he's, he's not doing enough effort to do it, and, like, Gagi just doesn't care. But when, like, the kid's in the go-kart, Gagi's like, oh, 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 oh. He just, like, moves over to him. So he saves his, their, their sisters, which is cool. Um, and then just, yeah, like, Daigo just, I don't I can't even remember how, why, how he, like, just went to Taiga, or Tiga. Well, he, when they broke the, when they Oh, broke yeah, he crash-landed. Yeah, they, like, they landed, and then, like, Daigo ran off and... Yeah, thankfully Daigo was by himself, because, like, Rina and, uh... Yeah, Rina and Commander Mukata were... And the Gutswing 2 
Oh, yeah. What? So, we found out something about Rena's actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, this blew all of our minds here at the Ultra Ranger uh, Headquarters. Yeah, at the Ultra Ranger Headquarters. Rena's actress is the daughter of Hayata from the original Ultraman series. Yeah, I was kind of looking at her. I can see the resemblance. Like, I was in the Ultraman Discord group. Like, we were just chatting a bit, and I mentioned Tiga. And I think someone mentioned Rena. And it's like, yeah, it runs in the family. I'm like, wait, what? And, like, they're like, yeah, Rena's this. I'm like, I'm like Rena as in Tiga Rena? And they're like, yeah. Hayata's daughter. Wow, that that's so awesome. And weirdest part is apparently Hayata's actor did not want he didn't want her to be in in uh not even just an Ultraman thing wanted her to be in media. Uh well it's because it's like you know, he's he's typecasted for life, you're Ultraman. Yeah. Still that that's awesome. And like uh uh will probably put up this picture, like this recent picture of them. Yeah, and damn, Hayata's old. Hayata aged in the last like eight years. Last time he was on set was freaking Ultraman Saga. That was 2012. Yeah, like he has aged. Yeah, but he still looks like he's, he. still looks like such a sweet old man. Like he's such a nice guy. Get the fuck off my lawn! I'm Ultraman. No. <laughs> okay, okay, this is a bad thing to say, but. I would laugh my ass off if he had to mention he thought he was Ultraman. Like, get out of my life! Does the space here, right? Just, just, like, everyone's just staring at me like, who the fuck you is know, that? I'm Ultra, I was Ultraman, yeah. No shit, Sherlock, we, we all knew. knew that. We all knew, we just protected you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I need to watch Ultraman anime. The Ultraman anime is cool. I, I still recommend the manga over the anime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Daigo turns into Tiga to fight uh, Gagi. And, uh, actually, I was happy he went strong type, because I saw him go strong type, and I just, like, I was watching it, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, strong type. <laughs> I like yeah. strong type. Also, this episode was a part of the Fox Kids opening for Tiga. Like, some shots. I'm starting to notice some scenes, and I'm like, oh, I remember that from the opening. Remember that from the opening. And that. <laughs> um, and thankfully, like, all the kids that got, like, people got swallowed up by Goggy's, like, tentacle hole, like, holes. They they weren't killed or anything or eaten. Oh yeah, like, they, they even eaten. they even explain like like uh, the commanders on like on at the gut space and she's just like she's like oh no they're not getting eaten they're just being like stored. Yeah, it it's like Gagi was feeding off of their energy. Their energy to like feed the dome. Yeah, to feed so, the dome. Yeah, and like it's amazing how you see like people like there's people like the dome gets uh goes over and like you just see people. Still, like, outside the dome, they're just, like, you know, living their normal lives, whoever like that. Like no, they don't notice. no one notices it. But then the people trapped, like, they realize, and then you just see people, like, bolting. They're, like, they're all trying to fucking get out. And, like, they're, people are, like, smashing chairs and shit to try to break the dome, but they're not, not it's not penetrating it. Yeah. And then just say, yeah, when they break down the dome, you just see everyone just fucking evacuate. Now I'm just thinking of the Simpsons movie. This episode reminds me of the Simpsons movie. Hey, yeah, fucking anything, just anything with a dome. Biodome, the the Dome City in fucking Logan's Run. Power Rangers RPM. Yes, yeah, the, the Dome City of Corn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Tiga destroys Gagi. He like uses this like cool like fireball attack. Uh, I have it written down somewhere. The 
Delicium right light stream. Delicium yeah. light stream. Cool. Well, it's like it's like a ball. Yeah. Like a concentrated ball of energy. Baseball. No, that's that's, that's Rosa's. No, 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 but it was a it was a baseball type of thing because he compressed right. it into a ball oh, yeah. and he just whipped it. But no, I I liked I, I like I liked Goggy's design. Goggy's... I like I like how he like. He was like this kind of like dinosaur-like creature, but they had like tentacle tentacles for I like, hands. I like those tentacles were were like retractable, and he had like claw hands. Yeah, that was cool. Which, where have I seen like? Can't, he were, his arms remind me of Cannonbolt from Ben Ten. Like just like the round hand with like the stubby with like the stubby claws. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like, and, like, it, it's a good lesson to be ta- uh, learned from this episode, because, like, Shinjo, like, talks with the kid, and he's just like, he's like, sometimes you gotta face your fears, like, I used to be afraid of swimming, like, I was afraid of water, and then my sister almost drowned, and, like, I just instinctively went to save her, wasn't even thinking about how afraid of the water I was, and then after that, I became an amazing swimmer, my friends never made fun of me again. Oh, yeah, everyone knows that, like, inside each human we have, we have, like, an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Thing. No, like, but you always... You'll always go be above me on to save your loved ones. Exactly. Like, I think my dad told me the story where he was helping out my grandpa fixing a car and, like, one of the jacks fell and it landed on my land on my grandpa, which my dad just instantly just... Power came, like, energy came out of nowhere. Lift the car up so that my grandpa could, like, crawl out. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Cool. It's like, like, people just have this adrenaline. Hell, Spider-Man has that adrenaline rush. It's one of Steve Ditko's iconic freaking pages that he's ever inked, where, like, he's crushed underneath all the thing, and, like, like Spider-Man just thinks this is it, this is the end, and he just lifts it over yeah, himself. that's why they used it in Homecoming. Well, it's one of, They use it in a lot of things. It's like, so hard to watch that scene, because he's just so... He's so, he's so sad. He's so, so vulnerable. Scared. Yeah. He's vulnerable. Like, um, but, yeah, so, like, the lesson that we learned from this episode is just, like... Sometimes to conquer your fears, you have to face them head on. Oh, I thought the fear. Oh, I thought the lesson learned was don't go to amusement parks. Don't go to amusement parks with Shinjo. <laughs> when it's your day off, stay home. Yeah, stay- yeah. Even he was like his Cause, sister's cause just my, like, his sister's just like, all you do is fucking stay home when you're on your, when you're off. And he's like, yeah, because it's relaxing, and and I'm just like, <laughs> and, I'm sitting there being like. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Every, sometimes, sometimes doing nothing on your day off is like one of the most relaxing things you can do. Every twenty-year-old, he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> he guts it. He guts it. That's the name of the episode. He guts it. He guts it. He guts it. Guts, damn it. <laughs> this this guy guts it. That's better. This guy. You know what the thumbnail should be? What? Just fucking, that's the, the, the shot of just like fucking Captain America just being like, I got this. Okay. I, I understood that reference. It's just him with Shinjo's head. <laughs> Monkeys. Shinjo. I, I, I guess I, that reference. No. Ultraman. I don't, I don't get that reference. I do. I got that. I guts that. Guts. This, <laughs> this, this guy, this guy guts it. This guy guts it. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. This guy guts it. That's amazing too. A guy from a, an organization called Guts using, pretty much using his guts to help out a person, save a person. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like this, this is a cool episode. 
it was a cool episode. I'm glad Tiga's finally improving. It is. And, like, we're getting to know the characters more. That's why I like that, like, now we're getting, like, look, can we get some Daigo-focused episodes, please? Can we get some episodes focused on our fucking pro-tag? Like, god damn! This is Rube all over again! Now, now I see where Rube got it from! <laughs> Daigo. Because, like, in the first, like, first three episodes, it's like, okay, we get we get this, like, we get some, like, you get some character focus, but now, he's kind of like a sideline character that's, like, he feels like a side character, but, oh, you can turn to an Ultraman. That, that's pretty much your purpose. It's just... Because, like, Shinjo's gotten two focused episodes. Rain has gotten, like, two focused episodes. Hori's gotten a focused episode. The Commander's gotten a fucking focused episode. It's just, like, like in his contract, it's like you get no character development. You're just the Ultraman. You're just Tiga. So, yeah, you're just the Ultraman. I would have loved to have him gotten more into depth of when he was like, I don't want to be fucking Tiga. I want more plot. Yeah, God, God damn it. God damn it. But yeah. God damn it. So, so that, I think that's this one show's flaw. Like, focus more on your pro tag. Guts Dammit is going to be one of our shirts. Right up there with Blue Caster what, being Ultra. What's the ultra. picture? Like, what would be the picture on the shirt? I think it's just the phrase, Guts Dammit. It's just, like, in the, the Guts logo. Yeah, the Guts gu Dammit. The, the Guts font. Like, like, the font that they use on the back of their... <laughs> yeah. Their, their or, 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 no. It'll be Ultraman Stag. Oh, there you go. Ultraman Stag. He's our mascot. He is our mascot. Um, Remember Ultraman Stag from two years ago? Yep. Well, yeah, Ultraman Stag. The partying Stag. Ultraman. Yeah, the partying Ultraman. He's schwa's and gives beer. Schwa, bro. Yeah, his face even raises his beer. Beer. And the another. And the another. Alright, so let's get into Godzilla versus Violante. Fucking finally. <laughs> Versus Biollante, the sequel to Godzilla '84. Yeah, it actually is. It's a sequel that takes place five years after the '84 attack. All right, so yeah, let's talk history lesson with Gar. Some backstory before you see this movie. So, 1984, Godzilla may has come back after a nine-year hiatus after Terror of Mechagodzilla that came out in 1975. Terror of Mechagodzilla. Ooh, ooh. It was a it financial was, bomb. It was not good. Like, it, it, I love Mechagodzilla, and I thought it was bad. Yeah. In which, uh, the film was to commemorate the character's 30th anniversary, and was made to reboot the franchise. And, fuck, was it a good reboot. Yeah, which, in Japan, it's just known as Godzilla 1984, or it's best known for being called The Return of Godzilla. And, uh, so basically, the plot of that movie is that a second Godzilla emerged 30 years later. It's 1985 in the movie came out in 84 for some reason or it came out in 84 but they specify that's 1985 this movie even confirms it because it takes place five years later 1990 yeah so it takes place 1990 um that godzilla the second godzilla is different in a way in which he's 30 meters taller so he is 80 meters tall over being 50 meters and the government uh, prepared for this type of situation in which they put him in a volcano yeah they threw him in a volcano they threw him into a volcano. And the best part, because, like, what what makes this movie, like, Godzilla vs. Biollante, 
great. Because, like, I, I've always said, like, I like first time we watched it, like, I didn't like it that much because I didn't like Biolante himself. I think it was also just because we're drunk. Like, yeah, we were, like, because, like, with every Godzilla movie we watched, we were always drinking beer and eating pizza. So, let's just... Yes, drinking is not the greatest idea when watching. Because we're just, like, making jokes. <laughs> Stupid. Hell, I remember when we were watching Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, and for, like, the last hour, we were just talking about Disney's Recess. <laughs> we were. We were just talking about Recess. And we were just like, oh, cool, Space Godzilla. Oh, yeah, Space Godzilla. That's nice. Um, but no, what makes this movie great is, like, it's, it's an espionage movie. Like, it's yeah. just about, like, three different parties... Like, two, well, two different parties trying to, like, get Godzilla itself. So, like, that's the thing. So this movie takes place, like, starts literally after the Godzilla, like, the aftermath of the Godzilla attack on Tokyo. So, like, you just, like, the, the, like, they're cleaning up, they're trying to find, like, traces of Godzilla, and, like, a guy finds, like, a piece of Godzilla's skin, and it has his cells. Yeah, so which, um, so the American government has found Godzilla cells, because... Okay, there was another thing with the 84 film. It was about, like, the Cold War or something. Yeah, it was the Cold War. Yeah, it was like, um, the Cold War was happening. Well, no, the Americans steal it. Like, those group of soldiers who, like, take the case, that's the Americans stealing it. Yeah, yeah. So the the Amer Japanese find it, but then the Americans try to steal it. Which, I want that movie. <laughs> I want a movie where Americans get hands, their hands on Godzilla's cells, and they make their own Godzilla. They make the, they make the, the 98 Godzilla, essentially. Uh, yeah. But this mysterious man who I... I'm not joking when I say this, is never named in this movie. No. So it you can either call him the mysterious man, the goatee man. Or the the or, the, the, the Sorarian. Or, or the Sorarian it's, 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 I think it's from like a fictional country called uh, uh, Saria. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's like, he's the Sorarian. Yes. Uh, Saridia. Yeah, Seridia. Seridia. Yeah, so he's like he's a Seridian, so you could call him like the Seridian assassin or something like that. So yeah, it, or like assass. It's, yeah, it's, so he he's super funny because like he like he 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 never has any dialogue. Like it only only times is when like Godzilla shows up. And he's like, damn, it's Godzilla. Like he yeah, just, like, yeah he speaks it. Everyone it, speaks English. It's like, it's like that friend yeah. who shows up when like you don't want him to show up. And you're like, oh, damn it, damn. Bob. It's Godzilla. Bob. Um, so yeah, so these group of Americans, and like, it's great, like, we get English-speaking characters. Movies and like heavy on people, English. Yeah, of people speaking English. And so we get, we get like, this American, like, terrorist group called, um... Aliens. Yeah, aliens, but like, they're called, like, bio-something. Or like, major? Bio-major, I think they're called? Well, well, well like, they're, they're, Wait. they're just... Are you referring to the Americans or? Yeah, like those two guys who were from something called Bio Major. No, they're from no, they're aliens. No, yeah, but then the there's there also a group called Bio Major. I don't remember. Are you sure you're not confusing with the with the Sorarians? Maybe the Sorarians were Bio Major. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm um, not. I'm not sure. But basically, so the the American organization known as Aliens. Uh, later on in the film, they're basically harassing, well, not harassing, but basically... They're, like, threatening the Japanese government being, like, like, you have something you want, because, like, the, the Japanese developed, like, this bacteria, and, like, because, like, the Americans, like, made, like, this bacteria that, like, uh... That eats, that eats oil in water. Like, yeah. in the, uh, like, oil-filled water. Yeah, so the Japanese invented bacteria that, 
uh, breaks down nuclear material. Yeah, it's called the Anti-Nuclear Energy Bacteria Weapon. Or the ANEB. ANEB. And, uh, but what I love about how this movie starts is, it starts with, like, this, like, alert system. So there's this four-alarm alerts, like, a based alert system where it's, like, like, did you write down what I, each I, I didn't write it down. Damn it. But it was, like... But it's, like, it's, like, oh, like... You know, uh, alert one when, like, you know, there's a sign of, like, Godzilla possibly being, like, awake, awoken. And then, like, alarm two is, like, like they, it, call, they, they, they refer to him as G. Yeah. And it's, like, when G has awoken, like, any sign, like, uh, any sign si- of no, any sign of movement. Movement. Uh, th- uh, and then, like, alert four, alarm, the fourth alarm is, like, when, like, he's attacking, like, a coastal part of Japan. Yeah, it's, like, when G has returned returned like and he's attacking a coastal like retaliate like we have to so like i like it. they have like they've over these five years they know that they haven't defeated godzilla they've just made him dormant so they they've thought of a contingency plan in case he wakes up again it's kind of like and shin godzilla yeah in a way. It, yeah it's like a 90s shin godzilla so Where it's like like yeah they stopped godzilla and shin godzilla but for how long but yeah for how long are we gonna fucking hold him um, so yeah, so, like, the American government, it's the American a- terrorists are trying to get their hands on this bacteria, and so they actually kind of use Godzilla as, like, a hostage. It's the Japanese so, way. So if it's you like, can't kill it, no. seal it. So it's like, if you don't give us this nuclear-eating bacteria, we will fucking wake him up. We set bombs around the mountain. Yeah, we'll set Godzilla free so he can fuck with you. We will wake the bastard up. And so, like, yeah, like, the first, like, 40 minutes of, like, this movie, it's just, like, setting up, like, what the plot is, like, everything, like, stuff. And there's, like, the scientist who, um... Dr. Shiragami. Who, um, he develops, uh, he's the one who develops Biolante, because, like, like, they go to him going, like, oh, can you, like, use Godzilla's cells to, like, make something for us? He's like, no, I don't want to do that, because, like, what I, these, using these cells is what got my daughter killed. Yeah, so, five years prior... Uh, he worked with the Seradians. Uh, yeah, the Seradians, in which uh, something happened in the lab which caused his daughter to die. Yeah. So it takes place five years later in 1990, in which they're trying to... Like, she died around roses or something, which caused... So, like, he sends psychics... So, like, yeah, so, the like, there's this time. woman and, like, her sister or something like that, and her sister has, like, psychic powers, which, like, she shows up again. Like, I think, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't she show up in another movie? Or, like, her actor shows up in, like, another movie. Miki? Yeah. Uh, the psychic Miki, she shows up in, I think, the rest of the Heisei era Godzilla movies. Okay. but, like, it's a different character, I think. No, the oh, same, same character. Yeah, okay, yeah, so she does a reprise role. That's the one thing I love about the Heisei Godzilla movies. They, Recurring. they... Try to keep things consistent. Mm-hmm. It's like freaking Mecha King Ghidorah. What happened in Mecha King Ghidorah? Next movie. All right, we took them parts and we took Super X technology, made Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Space Godzilla. How did he happen? Well, Biolante. Like spores what? went to space. Yeah, spores went to space. Went through a black hole. Bam! Space Godzilla. Bam! The destroyer, based on freaking the oxygen destroyer, it connects it. I love how everything has a purpose, and it's just, it's great. Yeah, no, the '90s movies are great, and like I like that this movie came out in 1989, so that, like that was the year I, I was born. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm like I'm as old as this. This movie's this movie's almost 30 years old. Yeah, this like, in December it'll be 30 years old. This movie is the very first Godzilla movie to be released in the Heisei era. 
in their dreams they have visions of the future in which uh, she's talking to Asaku who's kind of like not her sibling but like kind of like her assistant in a way or yeah like friend. Her, 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 like her friend like you know mentor friend kind of like watches over her yeah like a student teacher type of thing yeah it's like a student teacher relationship but, but she like, it's like are you sure I've been having this dream for a while I I, I just kept thinking I was no. wrong and then it's like they walk into a room with a bunch of kids drawing and Miki's like okay everyone show them what you dreamed last night and they're all like yay and Asuka's like Asuka's face is just shock because they just all drew Godzilla they all drew Godzilla and it's like you just hear like you hear the iconic character Fune Godzilla theme and it's like where Fuck. Yeah, no, god damn it. So, yeah, so, um, they have, like, they find this, like, these two Americans, uh, their names are Michael Roy and John Lee. I remember the I'm names. glad you remembered them. Yeah, Mike, I Michael just Roy have and John Lee. So, they, they're speaking, stuff like that, and, like, like it's funny, like, one of them's, like, looking at, like, uh, Aki, I think, or, like, the, uh, the, the scientist As- chick. Asuka. Asuka. And they're like, oh, man, look at her, she's a fucking piece of work. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to infiltrate and fight, but then they get stopped by the Seradian assassin, and um, uh, and they get one of them gets killed by Violante. Yep. Like Michael Roy gets uh, killed by Violante because uh, John Lee escapes because like he meets up with like the other two guys like like a, so like one of the best characters in the fucking movie was the Colonel. Oh, uh, Goro Goro Gonda. Yeah, so he's part of like the Godzilla task force that's just like. For five years, they've just been kind of just sitting around. Thumb up their ass. Thumb up their asses, just kind of waiting, waiting. And, and then. The king even mentions that. He's like, for the last five years, I've been doing jack shit. Uh, like, I, I, my my team is just assigned to take down Godzilla. Nothing happened. So, Godzilla attacks, and he's just like. You know, you know who I think if this was if they if they did like a Power Ranger thing and they like adapted mm. these and had like American actors, you know who I could see in that role? Mm. Um. What's his name from the 98 movie? Or like... Matthew Broderick. No, not Matthew Broderick. Um, the dad from Small Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, you gotta be... Like, you're... No, you listen to me. I've been here on my ass for the last five years. Doing nothing. I could see him. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny, because he was also in 98 Gods. Yeah, he was the soldier. Yeah, he was the soldier. And then he was the dad in Small Soldiers. Then he was the dad in Transformers. Which had soldiers in it. Yeah, which had soldiers. See, I all connects. <laughs> Are you masturbating? No, honey, you don't talk about... That's a father-son thing to talk about. Like, I saw... Which okay, is clean okay. it with the croquet mallet. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to derail quickly, but when I saw him as the dad in the Transformers movie, I lost my shit because... Small Soldiers was one of my favorite films growing up as a little kid. It's a great movie. So, like to see him in Transformers. I'm like, yeah. And then you saw him in '98 Godzilla. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, it's so weird seeing him without beard. It's funny because Small Soldiers was '97. Was it '97? Or, no, it was '99. That was '97, '98. Oh. Put American military chips and toys. Where's my remake of that? Punches them. Your toys nearly killed my son. <laughs> Um, back to Godzilla. So yeah, so Godzilla. So we find out that Biollante is like calling to Godzilla. 
Um, and then, well, yeah. So what happens is like there's a kill. They have like a, they find like a kill switch, like a switch that they could use to like stop the bombs from like waking Godzilla up in the volcano. But like the, the assassin, the assassin just like shoots the the fan, and John Lee dies unfortunately. Yeah, John Lee dies. And they try to get to the switch, but it's broken. And you just see the timer going down, and Colonel's just like, oh well. Oh well. Yeah. And like it's funny because it goes in like Gojira san. Gojira san. Gojira san. You know, which I, I kind of like it. It's not like a bit. Like Godzilla shows up like 39 minutes in, which I think I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, wondering what to do next. How it works. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Godzilla shows up 39 minutes in. Yeah, 39 minutes into the film. This movie is an hour and 40 minutes. 44 minutes. Hour and 44 minutes. So for the next hour it's nothing but just godzilla and it's great like because like godzilla like finds violante violante tries to fight him but godzilla just fucking roasts him like he just gets set on fire like miki can sense godzilla he's like no he doesn't consider him a threat like, what do you mean it's like he thinks he can just take him and he does he, like for us roasts him on fire we don't see violante for like almost the rest of the fucking film yeah because then then we have uh what was brought up in the 84 movie uh, the Super X. So in the last five years, they developed the this, Super X Two. Yeah, it has like this like reflector tech mirror reflector thing where like it can absorb uh, uh, the atomic breath. breath and then it can reflect it back at them. And it's it's pretty cool. And the the practical effects in this fucking movie are oh, really good. The effects in this movie are so gorgeous. Yeah, like, you see, like, a bunch of Navy ships trying to attack Godzilla, and Godzilla's just telling but you just see him blowing up all practical, and it's fucking awesome. And it's, like, like the Super X goes in, and it's, like, like... The theme. I love I love its theme song. Like, it's just, like, it's just really, like, hype. Like, it, it sounds like it could be in an Ultraman series. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And it's just, like, I wish, I wish we could play it, because, like, like, it's so good when you hear it. But yeah, um, the entire soundtrack's on YouTube. If you want to look it up. But, uh... But, yeah. It's like, even though this thing... The Super X 2 is very powerful. It still can't handle the... Like, the attack of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. It's like... Like, they bring it back in... Like, they bring it back to base so that they can get all fixed up. And it's like, okay, what's the damage? Well, the mirror's broken. What do you mean it's broken? Yeah, it was able to withstand the attack, but it melted. Yeah, because, like... It can only take so much punishment. We did. Oops. And I like, I like how kind of inaccurate it was too. Like it would just like fucking reflect it and it would just try its best to attack it. But what's funny is it didn't even phase Godzilla at all. Like every time it fired on him, it did nothing. That's the thing about Godzilla. It's, he's not. And it's, he's... This, this movie made me realize. So like I know we always made the joke. It's like all oh, the military can't do anything. Why do they keep trying? It's not that they they know that the military can means can defeat. They're just trying to stall him. They're trying to make them turn around, stall them as long as they can yeah. so people can get away. Yeah, or basically, when they're just, shoot them down, like, like, basically, shoot at them, tell them, like, basically tell them, fuck off, and then we, and, and then leave. Yeah. Like, that's all that they're trying to do. They're not trying to kill him, they're not trying to they stop him. They know they can't kill him. Yeah, they know they can't stop him. So they're just stalling him. Yeah, they're just stalling him until either... Everyone can evacuate, and now, now or he, he can just go home. Yeah, so now I can't make that old oh, military doesn't do any can't do shit joke anymore because it's like it makes sense what they're doing now. Ever since 1954, when they tried to use the military to stop Godzilla and it didn't work, they did snoop. Okay, we can't do anything. 
Like, they try, but, like, they know it does nothing. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, like, the rest of the movie is just, like, them Godzilla just rampaging. They're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. They, they, he destroys Biolante, and Biolante turns into, like, spores and goes up into space. Mm-hmm. But then it, it's weird because it's like, well, what are we doing with the rest of the movie? Oh, shit, Godzilla's still around. Yeah. Um, but then, like, Biolante comes back. And, like, we see, like, proper Biolante. Like, you see, like, he has, like, a Venus flytrap kind of, like, plant-like mouth. Mm-hmm. But it's Godzilla's head, also. Like, kind of looks like Leatherhead from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And then what's interesting is, he's able to penetrate, like... Oh, oh yeah, so, like, before that, they use... They launch, like, the... The bacteria onto Godzilla. Like, at five different points. One in his mouth, like, the colonel fucking goes out like a champ. Yeah, yeah, Goro, unfortunately, dies in this movie. But before he does, he at least puts a rock. Like they have rocket launchers with like the bacteria uh, weapon in them, in which he fires it right into Godzilla's mouth, and then Godzilla like crushes the building. Eat like as, and he also destroys the Super X two in Osaka, and like they're thinking, okay, we hit Godzilla with the nuclear en- with the anti nuclear uh, bacteria. Bacteria. Why is he not dead yet? Like, and then. They realize he's cold blooded. He's a cold blooded creature, so it it's slower to affect them. Yeah. So they realize, okay, we need to heat him up. So apparently, the government has a weather machine, so that confirms that every storm that happens is made by the government, so that they can fight aliens in the sky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they like lure him into the on these like pads where like it gives off like an electrical current and it, like heats him up. So eventually it does, and then it starts working. In a way. In a way. It makes it more vulnerable, kind of. And then, like, Biolante shows up, and he, like, pierces his skin and stuff like that. Also, this movie confirms that Godzilla bleeds green. Yeah. And what I love, though, was this nice little effect where he tries to use his atomic breath, but since, like, it's like a concentrated, like, thing of energy, he needs, like, a straight line to, like, go through his body, and, like, because it goes through his tail... To his body and then out his mouth, but since he has like wounds and holes, you see it like disperse throughout his body instead. And then he doesn't—he's not able to use his atomic breath because, like, you know, he's wounded. Yeah. So the only—if you're wondering how, like, how you how you beat Violante then, if it's just Godzilla, God attack at the core. It's a plant. If you destroy the core of the plant, dead. Yeah, because deep down it may be a Godzilla-like monster, but it's still a plant. In which that's what happens. Like, Biolante brings Godzilla in. Yeah, Biolante can move. Yeah, he moves. He's like. Yeah, in which he tries to eat Godzilla in a way. It doesn't work. Not like Orga did in 2000. That was weird. Yeah. (laughs) But Godzilla did the one thing he did that he's good at blowing through people's mouths. Yep. He did it with the Muto in 2014. He did it in 1989, too. He. Fires his atomic breath down the throat of Biolante, hitting its core, and just, like, you know, killing Biolante in a way. Which it turns into spores and it flies off into the into space. Yeah, and, like, Shirogami just, like, realized, like, fuck, god damn it, I shouldn't have done this. But there yeah. was a, a funny scene earlier where, like, Miki tries to, Ariki tries to, like... Miki. Oh, you put it down as Riki. Where? There, first part, yeah, that paragraph, first, first, first word. Ah, oh, damn it! Uh, so Miki, like, tries to, like, talk to Godzilla, 
and like it kind of works like he he gets attracted to her and then you just see him like yes. he just goes <laughs> like, he tries talking to her yeah, just, uh, I had to play it back again just to show Gara I was like look at this just wait for it <laughs> it's like Godzilla's never met, met beautiful woman before Dorsh Dorsh um, yeah and then just what, God, what does Godzilla do he does what he always does takes a nap no just yeah, turns around it's in the ocean. It's like, bye. Yeah, 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 he's walking towards the ocean. Now he just collapses. like, oh no, Godzilla's drunk. But then, yeah, and then they realize, like, oh shit, he recovered from the, the bacteria because he was in the water, which was cold. Yeah, yeah, when he fell into the water, it cooled down his body. But wait, what, what happened to the assassin? <laughs> so apparently he was assigned to kill Dr. Shirogami. Yeah. And, like, Shirogami's like, yeah, like, he did it. Awesome, cool. I'm, I'm never going to work on... Bacteria weapons again. Gets shot, dies immediately. Yeah, he doesn't even get shot in the heart. He gets shot in the side. Um. So the other like male protagonist character, like. Oh, um, Doctor. Uh, his name. It. We, we didn't really mention him that much. He. No. Doctor Shir. No, not Doctor Shirogami. Um, Doctor. If I can find his damn name. God damn it. Uh, Kirishima. 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 Yeah. Kirishima. So he goes, like, chases down the assassin in, like, a car chase. Which, oh yeah, he's the boyfriend of uh, Asuka. Yeah. So that's how it connects mm -hmm. everyone together. Um, so he chases them, and then they go to, the, like, where, like, the electric pads are. And then, like, he's about to kill him. Like, the assassin's about to kill him. And then he just, boop! Gets evaporated because he, he stepped on one of those landmines. Yeah, well, like, they also press the button. Yeah, the pilot of the Super X, too. I didn't write his name down because yeah. it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But, like, he presses the button and it's just the assassin yeah. just evaporates. And then just the weirdest line in the movie. Like, oh, the girlfriend's oh, just like, like, fuck the man. Yeah, yeah. Asuka freaking goes up to Dr. Uh, Kirishima, like, her boyfriend of all people. He's in a suit, he's covered in dirt. She comes up to him in the Jeep, just, you look like Batman. Yeah, and she's like, fuck the man. It's like, what? Like, we have to rewind that again just to hear it. We're like, what? Where does that come from? Yeah. Um, and then it just ends. Yeah, it just ends. Like, Godzilla wakes up after being cooled down in the water, goes back into the ocean, you know, lives to fight another day. But yeah, so, like, I'm glad we, we watched this movie, because, like, I'm, it was good. It is. I can, no joke, Lane, this movie was a, not, like, it was kind of a financial flop when it first came out. Not a whole lot of people liked it, and that's why with the next film they brought back classic eight, uh, Toho monsters like King Ghidorah, Mothra, uh, Rodan, Mecha, Mechagodzilla. Yeah. In 2014, for Godzilla's 60th anniversary, this was number one. Like, this was the all-time favorite Godzilla movie in Japan. Wow. I can see why. Yeah. And, like, and again, that's been dethroned by Shin Godzilla. Yeah. But, but again, Vitalanti is such a great concept. It, it is. And like, it's like, this is what happens when you try to, when science tries to fucking fuck around with nature, and it ends up not being what they wanted. Which, which I follow a Twitter page, I think it's called Toho Kingdom, which they show, like, they recently just posted pictures of, like, rough designs of, like, like scrap designs of what Vitalanti was going to be. And just damn, more. It was gonna be more like a kaiju in a way, and it's like 
I wouldn't mind seeing Biolante come back in a, in a way. Like, it doesn't have to be like a full monster or anything. Just be like, oh yeah, this plant got contaminated with like Godzilla's blood during the attack. And like it absorbed it and like into its roots and it just it becomes like a killer plant type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like I like the whole espionage like thing and like, you know, one country's trying to fuck around fuck over another country. Yeah, I love the music in this movie. Just, really like good. it has that rock theme to it. Like yeah, it's really intense. Like I swear one of the songs was a remix of the original Godzilla theme with like a rock theme to it. Like, but so, yeah, no. So overall, like, I thought this was a good movie. So really, like, Violence is not one of my favorite kaiju's, but like, again, was, I loved, I loved everything else about this movie. I think I'll, I will say, Godzilla in this movie is probably one of my favorite designs of this because it's like it's most. It's pretty cool. It's pretty good because like there's no longer the animatronic male from the '84 film. It's full on suit. He looks gorgeous, in which. I know there's a monster arts of him. I would probably add him to my collection. No, he's really good. I'm also definitely glad we finally sat down and watched Godzilla vs. Biollante. Yeah. But with that out of the way... Now we gotta go to the wheel. Yeah. What's the next movie we're gonna talk about? Alright, so first off, I got... I'm just gonna make sure... And yes, I got rid of Godzilla vs. Biollante on the list, and I also got rid of Godzilla 2014 because we also talked about that movie so let's spin the wheel the next Godzilla movie we are watching is Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla <laughs> that's super funny we always get the movies that we didn't like no but this is funny because Space Godzilla was made from Violante spores yeah so it's kind of the sequel to Violante it is in a way but yeah we'll be excited to rewatch this movie because like we'll get to see it and maybe we'll see if it holds up so yeah. I just remember we were very bored because like we couldn't follow it well again we spent an hour talking about Disney's recess <laughs> over the actual movie so yeah, so and I, I like space Godzilla design. I think it's cool. I like the concept of just like a Godzilla from space. You got chibi baby Godzilla. Oh oh god, that's right. <laughs> Fuck, you had to remind me of that. And the fucking kid. There's like a kid too. I think so. Oh god. I'm not sure. So so that was um, ep- this is episode eighty. Eighty six. Eighty six. And uh, okay, just just to inform everyone, we'll probably not. Holy shit! What? Yeah, we probably we're not gonna get to Godzilla versus Space Godzilla until the end of August, because July is just gonna be a long ass month for us with you know Ultimate Taiga being announced. More Gridman. More Gridman. Just so yeah, expect us to talk about Godzilla versus Space Godzilla at the end of uh, August of this of this year. Hell yeah. But with that out of the way, this has been episode 86 of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Episode 86. This, this guy guts it. This guy guts it. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next time. Schwa for now. Schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, 
Leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.